people will say, this all started in insert my industry. One guy's like, look, I'm a carpenter and I'm telling you, like, it's the car, this, this association was doing trade training and they started bringing this stuff mm -hmm. in. And that happened way before. And I'm like, everybody thinks it started where they were. <laughs> but here, here, here's, here's what I think about the universities. There, there were a lot of uh, ideologies that float around universities. Mm -hmm. why, why, why is it that, as you mentioned, they start playing around with the idea of gender as a social construct? How does that turn into something they actually agreed with? There's a bunch of ideas that universities play around with. Why did that one become dominant? Advertiser friendly. That's really it. So your Facebook, you get advertisers buying on your platform. When wokeness started to emerge, it started with intersectional feminism. It started with systemic uh, racism and things like this. You got a pushback. You got the rise of the alt-right. And I mean like the literal alt-right, like people who are white nationalists. And I'm not talking about people who are calling for violence or murder. I'm saying these are people who would make channels saying that this country is a country for white Christians and we should secure our borders. All of a sudden advertisers panic. And they're like, we do not want our product associated with that mm -hmm. because we're trying to sell to everyone in this country. White people may be 70%, but we've got a market share over here for Asians, for Latinos. We will not advertise on your platform if that's the case. The reason why the gender stuff actually takes foot in these companies is because companies were scared of being outside social orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. Social. So you certainly had several different ideology, ideologies popping up, but we'll take a look at Twitter. Activists will complain about certain things. And if a white person complains about racism against white people, the advertisers laugh and say, we don't care about that. Right. And the reason is it's a majority white country and no one is going to be bothered by what you're saying. Right. But white liberals will absolutely say, hey, you know, racism is bad or whatever. So it starts very, very subtly. But as, as more and more issues arise where two people will go to Facebook and say, hey, I'm offended by this. Okay, well, you're talking about white Christian conservatism. You have no foothold in media. This has no impact on our on our advertisers. You're talking about police brutality, racism. This is racist. We have to overreact and panic. So this ends up creating a monetary system of cancel culture uh, 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 rule sets on Twitter where they claim we have to have special rules protecting trans people because of suicide rates. And I asked Jack Dorsey this. I'm like, well, what about body dysmorphia? What about anything else? Like, mm -hmm. you don't care. And it's because only the things that offend advertisers and the advertisers actually don't care either. They're only worried about what someone else thinks Everyone's about them. scared. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. that's right. I think it's a lot of evil that hides behind this fake face of progress, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not real progress. But, I, I, you know, my take on it, like you say, you know, we all kind of think it starts where we came from, right? We're, we're from the front lines of the war in the colleges. Obviously, I think the, the war is on all different front lines at the same time. But like I always connected to starting with uh, – this country started to say we have to go to college. A lot of people were told you got to go to college. Oh, yeah. I was told that even, you know, that's not that long ago. Uh, and I think the Marxists knew that, you know, and I, I really, I look at the weather underground and the domestic terrorists that they were avowed Marxists, and they, they built bombs, they killed people, went to jail. And when those people were pardoned, many of them were pardoned by left-leaning politicians like Susan Rosenberg was pardoned by Bill Clinton on her, his last day in office. Look at who Cuomo pardoned on his last day in office. Uh, violent terrorists who yeah. were Marxists, they all became professors. And I think they infiltrated these institutions to then spread this hate, this hateful message, this violent message uh, to destroy America as a whole. You know, and then what did uh, Susan Rosenberg do after a while? She started the Thousand Currents um, platform, which then 
used, helped funnel the money for Black Lives Matter, Act Blue uh, money, um, which then I see Black Lives Matter as like the new evolved version, violent version of what the Weather Underground was. So that, but but that's just one front line mm -hmm. in this whole you know decay of society that we're in. If and so I agree, the, absolutely those things were happening, and I think postmodernist Marxist ideas yeah. were you know having a, a huge impact in universities. But if Facebook banned Marxism, mm -hmm. we would not have had the culture war. Right. It, you know, so where, 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 where's the alt-right today? They, they, I mean, they, you know, a lot of these personalities had large platforms. And again, let's separate what the media claims. how you define it. Right. I want to separate what the media claims is alt-right. They want you to imagine a guy chanting with a tiki torch screaming, Jews will not replace us. Right. I'm talking about a, a nonviolent guy who made a channel where he just talks about white rights or something, mm -hmm. right. which certainly, you know, the, 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 the corporate press will be like, that's the same thing. Like, dude. A white dude in his house being like, I don't like affirmative action is very different from a guy with a tiki torch. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, but that, that's all banned. Right. If you were a guy who had a channel and you said, I am concerned about mass migration, banned. If you were like, I'm concerned about liberal policies and how they're destroying the family. These were all in line with these people who believed the United States should be a white Christian nation. Mm -hmm. Banned. If they did not ban that, but they banned the Marxist professors, we would be having a culture war with... White nationalists. Yeah, I think a lot of the, the Marxist stuff, even though there was pockets of real violence from those Weather Underground people and then pockets of insanity between them, you know, in protests and whatnot over the years, it was mostly isolated to colleges and whatever small protests are doing. But then Facebook and whatever algorithm you're on accelerated that. And now it's a feedback loop. It's it, it. So imagine this. Imagine, you know, we had this period where like Ann Coulter tries to speak at Berkeley and then they come and they smash everything. Milo tries to speak. They're setting yeah. fires. Imagine if... Social media banned Marxism, Marxist ideas, postmodernism, social justice, but they allowed more traditional family values. What would happen is nobody would be seeing any conversation about Marxist ideas. Ann Coulter would be getting prominent praise. Her, her content would be number one on Facebook. Everybody would see it. They would be told this is good and right. More importantly, young creators who want to make social media channels are thinking to themselves, if I want to get a million views, I better praise the family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, don't the wrong. Hey, if you oppose family values, you're going to get banned. And then when Ann Coulter or Milo comes to speak at university, the police are going to be like, we can't let these people in. They're going to smash things and destroy things. Instead, what ends up happening is out of the, like, you have this trend in society to make things more towards social justice because we're, we don't like racism. That's, that's historically where we were going. Ben Shapiro shows up to DePaul University and the police say, if you step foot on this property, we'll arrest you. Right. But here's the here's the thing for me, though. Uh, why? Here's a question. What why is it that the more rightward perspective was the one that became uh, taboo or more persecuted or prohibited? Why? Why not the left? And for me, I do trace it back to you mentioned Weather Underground. What happened in academia, academia used to be a fairly conservative institution. You know, think about the professors with their pipes and the, you know, the tweed coats and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. But what happened was the Vietnam War mm -hmm. and you had the Cultural Revolution of the 60s. And so there was a dramatic change in hiring preferences in academia and people. And, and there was this awareness of, OK, we need to shift with the culture. And so you had 
um, massive change in preferences for fields of study, mm -hmm. dissertations. Mm -hmm. You know, a hiring committee is going to say which dissertation is more politically interesting or useful or what have you. And so then what happens is you get into an academia, you get into a feedback and a loop where then those professors, the new professors that you hire, the liberal ones, then they hire people like themselves. And so I think what we've gotten to at least with academia, is you've gotten to a situation where these patterns now, these cycles have been occurring now for years and years and years. And so you just have more and more people of a leftist perspective mm -hmm. being hired. And so the question for me is, why is it, say at Facebook, who decides that one perspective over another is not tolerable for advertisers. I mean, do the advertisers really care? Or is it that you have a lot of leftist people at Facebook who's, or at these companies, for instance, who say, we don't tolerate this other perspective? Why is it that when Elon Musk buys X, we see this dramatic shift in what is socially acceptable? So even though the universities are worse than they've ever been, SNL just had Shane Gillis host. Mm -hmm. A guy they fired, what, five years ago mm -hmm. because he, he uh, made jokes about Asian people. Now he's hosting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's only because Elon bought X, but Elon buys Twitter, turns it into X, right. unbans mm -hmm. a bunch of people. And now you have active news conversation. Look, Vice is, Vice is gone. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Vice.com mm -hmm. is over. You hear that, Johnny Depp fans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And... I mean, uh, Tim Cast is flourishing. New new companies more in line with a classically liberal, and I don't mean I don't mean no, like I know politically mean. liberal, but for mm -hmm. the people listening, right, right, we're winning. Mm -hmm. And a huge shift happened when Elon bought Twitter. Uh, I think what happens is you look at the ad apocalypse on YouTube. Again, the Wall Street Journal. Oh, uh, PewDiePie said the N word. YouTube panics and mm -hmm. builds a system to allow advertisers to control this because advertisers mm -hmm. get scared. Mm -hmm. It's it's a Mexican standoff. But stand why? What causes the advertisers to be scared of a more right-wing perspective but not a left one? And I guess that's what I'm trying to get to <laughs> I is think, I think that there are a lot of people well, who came through the academic system who then got jobs at these companies and they're intolerant of certain perspectives. It's true. Right? I do agree. However, I think more, it's that if you, uh, do you, do you ever hear the story about, um, you know, how we ended up with the civil rights Act civil rights legislation in this country. Lyndon Johnson asked his uh, his his workers to drive his dog back home because he was you know he's a president or whatever, and they said, "Sir, we can't do that." And he's like, "Well, why not? You drive you drive it back, right? Can you bring my dog?" And they were like, "When we drive through the South, we can't stop for gas." And he was like, "What do you mean? Segregation? We're not allowed." These are black men. They're like, "We're not allowed to stop for gas. We can't have a dog with us. It's going to be hard enough for us to get food for ourselves." And he was like, "That's insane." And so this was a huge catalyst. So they say, I mean, maybe the story is, you know, apocryphal or whatever. Mm -hmm.